Hey, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is February 1st, 2023, and this is episode 128. <clears throat> so, I am I have a, a short episode today um, for various reasons, but, you know, I just wanted to put something out there. Um, and what I'm talking about today is the fact that you are who you are. <laughs> and um, this really has to do with self-acceptance. Um, and, you know, just a way of us finally coming to terms with who we are. <laughs> Which, as you know you know, at least in this culture, we're all, we always seem to be running from, right? Um, So the idea of us being who we are, and um, just being okay with that can kind of be revolutionary. A lot of what drives us is an underlying anxiety that is driven by a collective pulse in our culture, I'm talking about the West, the Western world, to be a certain way, fit in, conform, um, improve, uh, be sensational, um, you know, be awesome, <laughs> etc. It's It's pretty exhausting. And... What I personally notice is that the more we can work on relaxing in every situation, in every moment, um, the better off we will be. And consequently, actually, the better we will be the environment that we actually create by, by holding that um, value or that standard for ourselves to be relaxed. And in order to be relaxed, we need to have, again, acceptance of the moment, right? Say you're late for work. Um, Well, usually that's not a relaxed moment, but if you can accept that you're late, um, your body can more readily relax into that experience and, um, which is temporary, right? I mean, you're going to, you're going to get there and have to deal with the consequences or whatever, but there's nothing you can really do about it in that moment. Maybe you can text someone and tell them you're on your way or whatever, but, um, it doesn't help to be, uh, you know, um, worried about it. So our best move really is to relax. And I find that to be always the case, especially I feel when you're walking into a situation that is inherently maybe nerve-wracking. And I just feel that right now that includes a lot of situations, (laughs) Um, because 
my feeling, my observation is that people are pretty high strung in general. Um, you know, we, there's just um, sort of a, a jangle, a jangliness that we have that exists in most people's energy fields because we are, again, on, on the defense, on the offense, uh, we're always having to be sort of prepared for, you know, what we're going to have to deal with, with our environment, with the people that we're going to interact with, which sometimes, again, if we don't know people, um, if you're interacting with the public or with strangers, um, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And so, you know, there's just a way that I feel, and it, you know, of course, everything we've been through recently, culturally, and continue to go through collectively, um, you know, just has us on high, a bit of high alert. <laughs> and again, we can't change everyone around us. So if you're listening to this, thank you for listening. And this is about you and your approach. And of course, if you know anything about coherence energy, right, that our hearts and our nervous systems actually um, link up to each other. So we actually create um, fields of coherence and, you know, we we align with the energies around us, whether we like it or not. And, you know, it takes a lot of strength and, and actually training really um, of your energy system and your nervous system to maintain your own energy when you're around other people because it is literally scientifically proven that we will start to sync up together. It's a phenomenon called mirror neurons, if you want the scientific term, um, if you've heard of this. So they say that neurons that fire together wire together, meaning if they're, if, if, you know, if you're around other people, your neurons are firing together. That's just how it works. Um, and they start to sync up and um, share information and become, again, aligned. And this is, again, why it's so important to choose who you hang out with, who you choose to surround yourself with, because you literally will begin to become <laughs> those people. Um, you will start to share information with them. And um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I certainly have, you know, where I've you know, felt myself energetically uh, picking up things that, you know, I, I knew weren't mine and that I didn't actually want to have, you know, in my field, in my energy field. So um, we had to be really, you know, mindful um, about this fact, right? And again, just a kind of just a go-to, a simple go-to thought or um, technique is to tell yourself, again, it, it 
may not always be so easy depending on your own nervous system, but to, to tell yourself to relax. And this is something I've actually been practicing lately. Um, if I notice that I'm not relaxed, um, I will just, I will kind of will myself into that state. I will, you know, I will, I will remind myself that that's actually what's wrong in the situation is that I'm not relaxed. And if I can, I know, like, just like I said, that my relaxation will start to affect the people around me, that they will start to sync up with that energy. And that's really the biggest gift that we could give anyone is to be relaxed in our own energy field and then to allow other people to relax around us. And again, I think this is very uncommon. At least that's my experience in, you know, in life at the moment. It hasn't always been, you know. But again, we're in a different world now than we were 15, 20 years ago or whatever. Um, and I just think that people are more, we're more on edge, you know. Especially with technology, you know, people are more on edge around each other. Uh, being around other people in person because we have these safe little screens that we have, um, you know, concocted <laughs> in order for us not to have to deal with that feeling of being nervous or not relaxed or, you know, whatever comes up in the presence of of each other. Um, you know, we get to avoid that with, with our screens and with our social uh social, um, you know, media and, uh, you know, socializing through the media, which is just, it's a very strange concept, but here we are and this is our normal. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people (laughs) do avoid, um, social interactions and there's lots of reasons um, for this. And again, I just think it's become harder and harder to have positive experiences in person because there is so much anxiety around it. Um, and we're out of practice and we're too busy and we've got issues and, you know, just coming together is, um, you know, it's a lot of, it can be stressful. And so people, you know, I think culturally now, um, collectively, we've gone into avoidance, you know, generally around, um, you know, around being with one another, because it just, you know, again, I think there are, um, you know, reasonable reasons for this as well. I think not to like shame people for not, you know, um, getting over this because, you know, I I don't, you know, it is, I think it is a problem in a sense. And I also think that, you know, we, we are where we are for a reason that truly people are dealing with a lot more than they were dealing with, um, you know, with inflation, with, you know, there's just, there's a lot of stressors to our lives. There's a lot of, um, uncertainty, And, you know, because, again, in many of our social gatherings, they aren't 
regulated. They aren't uh, mediated. They aren't monitored. You know, there just can be, you know, behaviors that we're just not interested in engaging in. And so, you know, I think everyone should have permission to not engage with, you know, situations that aren't um, enhancing to your life. And, you know, update on our Aquarian timeline here. Um, You know, it, it really does have a lot to do with the shifts in our consciousness, which is happening at different speeds for all of us. So that, I think that really is the fundamental difference here, um, you know, post-2012, which was a big marker for us, um, that, you know, people are evolving at very different paces. There's, you know, so much division. We've formed all these camps. We have people, you know, who are, you know, quote-unquote stuck in the dark ages, uh, one would say, around their beliefs and some people who have chosen this path. We have people who are aware of this, of certain things happening on the planet. And we have people who are either not aware or in denial. People who are quote unquote woke or awake and, or, you know, even, you know, on that enlightenment, um, you know, spectrum. And we have people who are really not there. You know, they're quite calcified perhaps or even on drugs right and they're not capable um of reaching you know a state of consciousness that would allow them to be you know in a present and grounded state um so i think you know again that being the basis i believe for you know the difficulty in gathering, in finding tribe, in cohesiveness around community is there's a lot of scattering about at the moment. And so, you know, evolutionarily, my feeling is the purpose of this is what? To get us to look within to do our own work, to start to be more self-referential, meaning that you're no longer looking to your friends, your family, your coworkers, your boss for your direction in life. You're actually looking within. And I really do believe that that's the shift that we're, we're each having to make. And of course, COVID was very instrumental in creating that opportunity for us to get on our own page as it were with the solitude that we were you know many of us were forced into not everybody was experiencing it that way but you know clearly a lot of people made drastic shifts to get in more deeper alignment with their true paths instead of being you know, in an inauthentic version of their life, whether that be with the wrong partner or with the wrong, in the wrong city or with the wrong job or whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's what I think is going on here. (laughs) And, you know, so when it comes, 
when it comes down to just us looking at ourselves, um, I just, you know, I want to offer that there's a few things that can go on there, which is that we, which is beautiful, we, we may adopt a path of, it may have put more people in a, po- a path of personal development, of, you know, growth mindset, of, you know, personal self-help, quote-unquote, work. And, you know, that can go several ways. That can be a really exciting and deepening experience with yourself. But it can also be like a never-ending project that we take on, which can make us feel, you know, perpetually lost because we're never going to be quite there, right, with our process. We're always going to be, you know, a project (laughs) that we need to work on. So at some point, hopefully we can, we graduate from that. Um, that's, that could take years, that who knows. Um, but the idea is at some point, again, there really has to, we have to arrive at a place of self-acceptance within ourselves and um, just looking at ourselves and saying, wow, I am who I am. (laughs) And uh, how can I learn to love that more? How can I learn to be okay with that? How can I learn to advocate for who I am, for my idiosyncrasies, for my, you know, incompleteness, for my, um, you know, less uh, savory parts of myself? How can we learn to take the whole picture and be okay with it? And again, stand up for ourselves and the fact that, gosh, you know, we've made it this far. (laughs) And at some point, maybe it's just going to be okay that we can walk into a new situation, we can show up exactly as exactly who we are with our own boundaries with our self-protection with our self-love and you know we don't have to change ourselves we can just fully embrace who we are and you know i just think that this is um a beautiful thing <laughs> when when this can happen and again it doesn't you know in a way it's not necessarily willful it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't necessarily happen by even again by willing it or by choice it can be something that we arrive at after a lot of hard work after again erecting the the self-knowledge and the self-acceptance to have a self because that's kind of really what it's about is having an awareness of who we are separate from other people and who we are, what we need, what we what we like, what we want, what we could pass on, you know, 
what we don't want, what mistakes we're liable to make, um, and how the process of how we go about forgiving ourselves for not being perfect or having it all right all the time or who knows, making the same mistakes even. So, yeah, I just wanted to offer that message today that, you know, um, for us to tune into that energy of, of you, you are who you are and how can you get behind that and how can you support that and be proud of who you are and uh, still going forward in the world and intending to, again, benefit people and do good and again, being relaxed into yourself so that you being who you are allows everyone around you to be who they are. You're not trying to fix and change anyone else because you're not trying to fix and change yourself. Okay, so that's my topic. That's my uh, episode this week. And, you know, a bit of just a bit of a ramble um, <laughs> for you. I I hope that, you know, was a good message to hear. Um, we are having a full moon on Sunday. Um, what is it? Sunday the, the 6th, I believe, or maybe the 5th of February. Yeah, Sunday the 5th of February. Full moon in Leo, wherever that is in for you in your birth chart. Check it out. See what's coming to fruition uh, for you. Uh, maybe something coming to completion, something coming to fulfillment. And actually, it's, yeah, it's quite apt um, <laughs> to have this message for a full moon in Leo. I didn't consciously design that, but Leo energy is really about, you know, embodiment and being all of who you are and being, you know, out there and proud of yourself and, you know, impenetrable, you know. The idea of Leo is they they really, they show up, their leadership energy, they're, you know, not, um, you know, there's you know, not, generally not a lot of insecurity with the Leo qualities. They're, they're confident, they, um, they're outspoken, they uh, speak their mind, and they, there's such a confidence and assuredness about them that, and it's, I, I, I feel, you know, around Leo's, you know, it's the lion, it's the regal lion. So, you know, there, it, it, it does generate um, respect, you know. I think when people really do speak from their heart, not from an arrogant place, but it, it is, um, there is respect that is gained when we can just witness someone just, you know, standing in their power because truly that's, that's a state of health. That's a state of joy. And uh, that's a state of peace. You know, there's peace in not arguing with oneself around, you know, how we can show up. There's just uh, stepping forward and stepping, you know, into the light. So that's our message for this week for this full moon in Leo on Sunday, the 5th of February. Uh, take it, run with it, be yourself. You are who you are. Claim it. Name it. Stand in your power. We need you. 
we need all of us to do this. So can't wait. Can't wait to see us all doing this. I think it'll be awesome. <laughs> so again, you can reach out to me, juliaburmum.com, uh, life coaching, tarot, astrology, yoga, wellness coaching. Uh, that's it for this week. And thank you so much for listening. Take care.